Welcome back. It's another episode of Whatsoever is True, and I am your host, Jason Coral. It is just so good to be here and be with you guys and be talking about the the Lord and, and, and the Scripture. It, it's just an, an, really an inconceivable treasure in my life that, that uh, the Lord has blessed me and, you know, kind of equipped me to do this. Uh, so I, I thank you for listening, and hopefully this is all edifying for you, and it, it increases your faith. It increases your knowledge. And this is the subject of the, of the day, is, is how do we increase our faith? I think that the, the biggest mistake in Christianity, and I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience, really, is that I, I just didn't understand what the goal of Christian life was. You know, what's the big idea and all that. And it's kind of embarrassing to say because it should be pretty obvious, right? It should be really obvious. You should be able to say, okay, the idea is to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. You know, otherwise known as sanctification. Okay, so you get saved and you're like, okay, now what, right? Now what am I supposed to do? And if you're there and you're not sure what to do, um, th that could be a daunting thing. And, and I don't think that, that a lot of people talk about it enough. So I wanted to get into it and and express my own experience with it. I, I, you hate to do this and, and turn this into, well, let's talk about me. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I mean to say this in a sense that hopefully you don't feel like you're on an island if you're out there and you've been saved and you just don't know the Lord Jesus Christ enough in faith and, and not vexing to you and you're not sure what is expected of you, now what do I do? Now, first and foremost, let's, let's, be, let's be clear on something. Again, I quoted Romans 8 where it says that uh, you know, the whole idea is for us to be conformed to the image of his Son. Now, Jesus talks about sanctify us. Now, John 17, 17, in his high priestly prayer, he says that he wants us to be what? Sanctified. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So that's our, that's our thing there, right there, is that the goal of our life, of course, is to be saved. Once we're converted and we trust in Jesus Christ for our salvation, not in our own righteousness, we then become a, a, a Christian at that point. And then at that point, you, you begin to look at the Word of God a, a, a different way. It, it, is, it, is, it is now open to you as a believer in a way that it wasn't before, where it was just this, this almost nonsensical and foolishness. The Bible it openly says that, that, that the cross and the message of the gospel is foolishness to those people who are not converted because they don't think they need a Savior. They think they're, they're relatively okay. They've got some problems. You know, nobody's perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. I never said I was perfect. But that's not the message of the Bible. It doesn't say that we're not perfect. It says that we're shot through with sin. We're cosmic rebels. We've committed treason against God. That there's a radical problem. And that is that our heart was set to do evil until that point where the Holy Spirit floods our heart with grace and, and the love of God in Christ. So, so then, okay, we're able to look at the scripture. And so sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. Let's, let's, let's unpack that, shall we? Um, where should you start? First and foremost, you you definitely need a a mentor and, and a local church would be the way to go. Now, that, I'm, I'm going to get into that in, in, a, in another another podcast. But but the big thing is, what is the big mistake? I think that that haunts a lot of us is just not reading scripture and 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 coming before it humbly, and really praying over it, and then. And then asking the Lord to open our minds to it. 
So I'm going to give you a couple suggestions that have really, really helped me personally. Like I said, I'm going to hate to talk about me and say, do this. Because <laughs> each one of us are going to be a little individual with this. But, but the thing to remember is that you will grow in Christ-likeness. That does not mean you have to give up your personality. All right. I think that's no, point number one is a lot of people start thinking that Christians are robots. And you may, you may have imbibed that in, in your life, you know, as a, as a non-Christian, or maybe you just heard it now and you think, okay, well, so therefore, if, if I'm a Christian, I've got to dress a certain way, act a certain way, I got to you know, act like everybody else at church. No, that, that's, you, are, you are created by God with unique set of attributes and qualities and a personality. Those things are not ethical things. The biggest mistake you can make in this point is to think of the, the little idiosyncrasies that go into making us who we are and the joyous nuances, the joyous uh, differences that we have. Uh, maybe the fig- some of the figures of speech that we use, the little, the, the, the little things that make us who we are and think of those things as being ethical or moral issues. They're not. You know, if you really like playing basketball, or you really like watching basketball, or if you really like, you know, like music, if you're not glorifying sin and involved in sin, then that's probably okay. All right. So, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, you know, I really like to serve porn," well, you know, that's 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 no good. Uh, that's that's clearly a lust, and and that is something you want to get rid of in your life, and you want to move away from that progressively. But the other things in, in terms of, of, you know, personality things, I know that could be very scary. You turn your life over to the Lord, and you're thinking, well, well, should I, uh, right? It's kind of vague. It's like, well, should I become like everybody else at church? So don't worry about that. That's the biggest mistake I think people make. They go in there and they look, they look at people in the church and everyone is worried that they're not doing it right. You're, <laughs> God saved you. And his goal is, to, is, is that you bear fruit in Christ. And that means in this way that you know him better and better and better. And that is that we become students of the word. Now, you're going to get started and it's going to be hard to find out, which is why you're probably finding podcasts like this. And hopefully, you, you know, you read my blog and, and things like that. And, and you're part of a good, strong church. You'll grow more and more to understand the word of the Lord and, and move to deeper and deeper levels of wisdom in that and that is how that works it's really a life of the mind which brings me to point number two that's out there it's a really big mistake point number one is you become this robot no point number two is that it's about jesus christ it's not about doctrine well there's a as always there's enough truth to it to create a problem but sanctify them in your truth your word is truth how would you know jesus without his word and all of it's his word right it's all his word, the entire Bible. The 66 books of the Bible are his word. So invest yourself in that. And the more you know about him, the more you will understand your own life. Now, this is a big key to Christian living, is that the word of the Lord is pure. It's right. It's, 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 it's more to be desired than gold, even much fine gold. The precepts of the Lord, right? All of Everything about the word of the Lord is good. And there may be some parts that are going to be hard to understand, but you'll grow more and more as you get into that, and you'll see how many things apply to your own personal life. It's amazing. It's it's a it's a level of supernatural, the breathing in of the word of life into your own heart as you read it. So that is the big part of it. Is that it, just like if you fell in love with a with a with a with a man or a woman, 
and uh, you were you were beginning to date them or get to know them, you'd want to know everything about them. You wouldn't fall in love and go, well, you know, I don't want to. you want to spend so much time with them that that it becomes almost it's consuming, right? You, sometimes you're not getting anything else done because you're on the phone too much or you're 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 talking to them too much, and you just want to spend time with them. That's that's love. Well, well, you want to become a lover of God. That's what a Christian is in in that way. And how could you not want to be around the Word and and the things of the Word and talk about the Word? And and that that is a great thing in, in Deuteronomy and and about you want to have the you want to be talking about the word on the way at the table in your home and over meals and think about how every time Jesus reappears after the resurrection he walks and talks and eats with the disciples he fellowships with them and they're talking about him and they're talking about the word and and these are just wonderful things so as a christian if you love that don't don't think doctrine is dry terrible stuff don't be intimidated it is not. If you're having some trouble, that's why I was going to say this is something that I would do, is that all of us are probably going to have a book here or there that we prefer. Psalms, Proverbs, um, you know, some of, some of you guys might be weird and really, really like Job or something like that, you know. Um, all of them are good. I just mean that, you know, when you look at, you look at the scripture, you may have something you go back to quite a bit, but all of it is God-breathed and all of it is profitable for instruction and righteousness. And, and you'll be so blessed if you do that. So please make a habit of reading the Word. I, I would love Proverbs. One thing I've done with my son since he was little is we would read uh, Proverbs and Psalms quite a bit and you know, try to have a gospel-saturated house. Okay, number three. Number three. So number one is you become kind of this, this, this Christian robot. Uh, number two is it's, do, it's not doctrine, it's Christ. And um, Number one, again, I said that the, the, the real thing is that your personality becomes more complete, more whole. More, the more Christ-like you become, the more individual you become. I know that sounds like it's a, it's a contradiction, but it's not. Because God made you. And the best things that you'll get out of your life are going to be there, but they won't be hindered by sin. See, the, the sin kills the beautiful things that you have. Sin, sin is the weeds coming up and choking out the garden that is your real personality in Christ. Number two... The doctrine will let you understand and know God more, more, more completely and more without contradiction. And and it, the goal of life is when we love God. Oh, the, the beauty of that. And think of it this way, which leads to number three, is that we will obey God. Not out of legalism, not out of dry, arid legalism of, oh, he loves me because I obey. No, we respond in love and gratitude for everything that he is and he's done for us. And we find because we love him that we're obeying him without even trying to obey him. Does that make sense? That's the Christian. If we lose this, we lose the gospel. If we think, oh, he loves me because I obey. He, he loves me because I'm better than, than, the, than, the, than the, the dumb idiot that lives next door, right? Or my mother-in-law or <laughs> something like that. No, he... He first loved us. He poured his love into our hearts. And we respond in gratitude and how wonderful that is. And, and then we find out that the things that of, of, of the flesh, we don't want to do them anymore. Why would we want to do them? We see them for what they are. We see the truth. That's what to sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. We see sin for what it is. Sin is a destruction. Sin, sin is in a, a terrible, when you use the word abomination, it is terrible because of what it does. Right? I mean, you think of, you think of the number of families torn apart because of adultery or um, you know abuse neglect and, and what that does to generations because because of that single thing 
And when you see sin for what it is and how destructive it is, you understand that, that in love of God, you, you don't want to do anything like that. It would be abhorrent to you, right? So you don't become legalistic. So, so banish that thought. I mean, I know that some of the ideas of the Victorian era Christians and they're all stuffy and, and uptight, the puritanical, that is not Christianity. That, that, is, that is a, I'm not saying that nobody that did that were, were unsaved, but if you're self-righteous, you're not a Christian because a real Christian knows they don't have their own righteousness. That's a contradiction in terms, guys. If you're thinking you're self-righteous, you're missing the point. What does a self-righteous person need to cross for? No, you're walking around, you're the happiest dude or dudette out there. You're going, my goodness, I deserve judgment and hell and I'm not going to get it. This is awesome, right? You're going to, you're going to relax. Don't be uptight. If you're finding yourself uptight, keep going back to passages of scripture that will help you. Let's go back to point number two with doctrine. Help you understand the security that you have in Jesus Christ. Okay? So that would be the big part of having good doctrine. If, you're, if you have a tendency towards legalism, if you have a tendency towards fear, if you have a tendency towards like anxiety and worry, there are passages of Scripture that will help you get, understand that and defeat it and feed yourself on that, right? When Jesus says, your word is truth, I sanctify them by your truth. Well, he says, man can't live by bread alone. What he means is that we're, we're not just body. That's what the world's telling you out there, is that you got to have all the money, all the success, and all the sex you can, or your life is useless, right? And that's why everybody obsesses about looking younger. That's why everybody obsesses about what they look like. Um, we care more about what go, goes on our head and our hats and hairstyles, and we worry about what's in our head. And, and that, that is just a, the, the great irony and, and tragedy of sin, of, of worrying more about the temporal things than the eternal things. So, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling with, there's, there is that there in Scripture for you. And um, so that's... That's something, you know, wholeheartedly, I'll tell you, each one of us has our own issues. Some of us are going to have issues with anger or saying things that might be snide or condescending. Some of us might have issues with depression uh, and, and, and so forth and so on. All of those things will be defeated in Christ for you. All right, now it brings me to the, to the next one, and, and we'll wrap it up with, with this. Don't think for a second that the Christian life is all sunshine and rainbows. Right? You are not called to a cruise ship, but to a battleship. You are not called to a, a, a you may have a very, a very nice life. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it's peaceful. Hopefully we don't have war and strife and you know, uh, de depression and, and all sorts of issues. But you're going to have struggles. Jesus says it clearly. The scripture tells it clearly that you will have troubles in this life. And the more Christ-like you become, you may end up struggling in your own case with with you know, your own sins and uh, the sins of others. You may have illness and uh, tragedy in your life. None of these things mean that you're not saved. Christ, again, did not, you are not called and saved out of the world. That goes back to John 17. Jesus says, I don't ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. We are not called, it's the old thing with the, with the wise man on the mountain. You know, he's away from everybody. But none, of the, none of the books of the New Testament do that when you look at the epistles. They start with people, the greetings of people. Look at Paul in the book of Romans. He, how he yearns to get to them. Okay, he yearns to get to them. And, and, and he just can't. Thus far, I've been prevented. Now, I could say this is a better one for the final one, is that prayer. That in prayer, sometimes our prayers, our prayers are always answered in Christ. 
but God's will be done. God's will is perfect, and oftentimes what we pray for, if we got it the way we wanted it, it would, it would really mess us up, maybe destroy us. So our prayers must be in Jesus' name, meaning according to his will. Saying in Jesus' name is not abracadabra. It, it, you know, that's, not what, that's not what that means. It means according to his will. And going back to point number two about doctrine, how are we going to know his will unless we're in his word? And so Psalm 37.4 is to light yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Right? That doesn't mean we're going to add the lust of the flesh to our life in Christ's name. That's, that's preposterous. What it means is that we're going to desire the things of God. And so sometimes in prayer, we may pray for something and not get it because it's just not according to God's will. Right? Was there ever somebody pro probably more Christian than the Apostle Paul with better theology than the Apostle Paul? And the Apostle Paul wasn't, the Lord didn't answer his prayer. And when he finally did get to go to Rome, he, he, was, he, was, he was executed. So, you know, isn't that funny? Uh, no, not funny, haha, I guess. But, you know, the irony of it is that the, the, whatever the Lord wills for us is good. So even when we go through struggles, anything that happens, God will be glorified in it. And he will preserve you and he will, he will, he will, bring, you, he will bring you through it. So if you run into struggles and you run into trouble and things start going wrong, you, you, perseverance is key, is having faith. That means trust in God. So all of this comes back to that. I'm going to go right back to the Word. The more you read the Word, the more prepared you will be, the sharper your sword will be. You'll have, this, the, you know, you'll have the ability to withstand the enemy's attacks on your faith. Um, and I, I, I do hope this little short podcast is helpful because I know that it's very easy for, for especially for new Christians or Christians that are struggling to understand what's going on, that you're going to have these doubts. Oh, am I really saved? And now what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to look a certain way, talk a certain way? No, that's all your personality. Don't worry about that at all. All right, don't worry about that at all. Just be who you are. Just don't sin, <laughs> okay? Don't worry about, don't become neurotic over the, the non-moral issues of your life because Sin, sin is the weeds. If your, if your personality again is a garden, sin is a, are the weeds that are come up and choke your personality out, and 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 make you less beautiful, make your your life less glorious, not more. The more you walk in Christ, the more you will shine a light. You will be a glorious light in a, in a fallen world. All right. Nothing is greater to see than when you bump into really elder Christians who've been Christians for so long and are really, really old. And, 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 you know, when I was a young man, I thought like somebody my age now is kind of old, but now you know, I'm talking like people who are 80 or 90 and, and they tell you something that the Lord has revealed to them and how wonderful it is. And they're so enthusiastic about it. Uh, and you can see the light, the, the, their eyes light up about it. Um, you know, th this is, this is a glorious love affair that you are on in Christ. Don't forget that. So don't be worried about your personality and having to you know, give up all of your personal freedom. You found freedom, freedom from sin. And then stay in the Word. Read Psalms. If you, if you don't know where to start, go to Psalm 119 and just keep reading Psalm 119 over and over again. Um, and read, read Gospel of John. Those would be two great, great things for you to get started with. And, uh, and go from there. But you can't go wrong by staying in the Word and praying to the Lord humbly, Lord, open my, open my eyes to your beautiful truth and open my heart so that I might have your word in my heart. And if you pray that and you and you and you go to him 
in, in humility, I guarantee you that he, he a humble heart like that and a contrite heart, he does not despise. And, and he will take care of you and he will build you up and into, into the, the sanctified version of you. And what does that look like exactly? I have no idea. And nobody else says either. So nobody can really tell you the, the particulars, right? You can tell you the universals. I can tell you the, 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 the bigger idea. But telling you exactly what you get to do all the time, that's the glorious part of the romance between you and God. You know, you are you are in Christ, and um, that is just a glorious thing and a part of your life that you get to experience. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll touch base on this subject again because it's just a wonderful subject about who we are in Christ and how are we supposed to live, right? Now what? Now what am I supposed to do? <laughs> that was the big idea. So what? now what am I supposed to do? I'm saved. All right, so I hope this helped. And again, we'll we'll touch base on this later. And you can check out my blog if you haven't been over there on, on whatsoeverstrue.com. And thank you so much for listening. This is Jason Quarrel, your host, and I'll catch you next time.